from the 915 to H-Town, from the Panhandle Plains to the Valley, and everywhere in between. This is the 5050 Podcast, powered by College Promoters USA. Join me, Hector Cano, as we cover the Texas high school club and college soccer landscape, along with an inside look at the college soccer recruiting scene. The 5050 Podcast is a platform about the people and for the people who are dedicated to the beautiful game. Here we go. It's another edition of Inside Texas High School Soccer. I am your host, Coach Hector Cano, joined by my lovely co-host, the Obi-Wan Kenobi of Texas High School Soccer, as I call him, Rafa. Rafa, how are you, buddy? Pretty good. Awesome. We are joined by some 4A royalty in the house here tonight. So joining us from the two-time defending state champions, Coach Alexander Adams and our state MVP, Lex- Lexi Tweet of the Salina Lady Bobcats. Guys, how are you? Good. Good. Awesome. Great stuff. Thank you. To, great to have you here. And again, we are brought to you by our power, our proud partners, powered by our proud partners, College Promoters USA. They are America's premier college prep program and high school student athlete marketing service since 1997. Located locally here in the San Antonio area, you can find them in the Ventura Plaza Shopping Center, but you can also find them on social, on Twitter, at SATX Recruiting, as well as on Instagram, at College Promoters USA. And you can also get more information on the many cool things they're doing on their website at collegepromotersusa.com. So, Coach Adams, you're joining some uh, some pretty exclusive elite uh, 50-50 podcast company here. You're, what, this is, I think, your third time now on the show, right? This, yeah. <clears throat> I think you, you guys know. are going to have to maybe, like, do a, a jacket or something someday like they do on SNL, right? Like, after so many so many appearances, they get a – we got to get something. I don't know. we got to work on, work on yeah. that. We had so, so Coach Kruger, Jimmy Kruger, right from uh, Seven Lakes, was on here last week. He asked for a veteran badge, but now you're up in the ante. You're asking for a jacket. I don't know, man. I don't know, but but we do have something though. We will have something. I don't know if if my man Rafa has it handy there, but what we will be sending you guys is one of these. So courtesy of our good friends at Global Scarves. All right, a fifty fifty podcast scarf that you guys that you can rock in. Uh, Somewhere there in the soccer office or in the locker room, so that will be headed your way, Coach. Remind me, we'll we'll get over. uh, We'll get one of those over to you. So again, and those aren't you can't purchase those. Okay, you can't purchase those. Those are kind of those are to be awarded. So uh, so we feel after winning two state titles, we feel like maybe you guys are maybe worthy worthy of (laughs) of one. So so anyway, uh, again, thank you for being here. Appreciate you guys. Um, Tell us. What has it been like? It's been what about two, two and a half weeks or so, maybe a little bit longer, since uh, since being crowned the, the defending your title and being crowned the four eight state champions once again, Coach Adams. What has uh, what has it been like so far? You know, this one was uh, was was kind of surreal. You know that uh, to be able to you know go into halftime and and have a considerable lead. You know, last uh, last year the focus was that. You know how do we how do we continue to stay in this game? And the focus this year was you know can we hurry up and get the forty minutes over with? <laughs> you know so so even you know I, I kind of I remember Lex saying something uh, on the bus ride home that it just it felt weird, um, just because you know last year it was exhausting you know with the two overtimes and then Lex putting in the last PK to win it you know and 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 it was just so much emotion over, you know, probably a two hour period. And then uh, Lex goes and spoils it this year and and takes over in 15 minutes. No fun. Yeah. (laughs) So, so it was a, it was a little bit, it was a little bit different experience, but you know, it's funny how, um, you know, as you guys know, as coaches that uh, you always go and reflect on uh, everything that 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 you've uh, that you've always done, you know, I I'm, I, I always you know I, I sit at, at night and I got soccer going on in my head, right? You know, uh, and and to reflect on the season is, uh, you know, it's just remarkable to to be in the the record books <clears throat> forever. That's that's never going to be taken away from us. The fact that we went twenty nine and zero uh, and you know beat some really good teams on the way to doing it, you know, it wasn't like that we scheduled a bunch of, uh, you know, teams that we could just uh, run over and, and to, to do that was, uh, you know, is something that, you know, I, I'm going to remember the rest of my life, 
You know, it's that these kids have officially uh, placed a, a special heart, uh, special place in my heart. You know, the rest of my life, I'm always going to talk to my other athletes about this one group of kids I had in Salina. And, you know, Lex and Maddie and Mia, and you know, the list is going to go down with all the girls that uh, that were on the team this year. You know, that to have uh, have this happen is is something that um, that they've gifted me as uh, as something that that I'll remember the rest of my life. Lexi? Um, for me, it was a really great feeling. Um, and he was right. Last year, there was so much emotion um, throughout the entire game. I was crying going into overtime. I was crying going into PKs. <laughs> I was probably crying as I was taking the PK. So much emotion. So this year, it finishing, um, knowing who was going to win coming out of it was definitely very different. And very weird, but it wasn't any less rewarding, in my opinion, um, especially with all the records, not just me, but also our team broke. Um, I felt like it was very rewarding. And obviously for me as a senior, it was the best way to go out. <laughs> it was basically just, you know, ending on the top of a mountain. Right. So you look back, you, you talked about this historic season, right, coach? So 2023, you guys went 20, 29 and 0, if I got that right, right? 29 and 0. Only the third team in the 40 years of UAL Texas High School Soccer to, to complete a perfect season. And you guys do it. <clears throat> what was a little tougher, too, was, or significantly tougher, is and impressive about it is you guys did it really, you bookended, you went from end to end as the number one team in the state, right? So has that really hit you yet, coach? You know, have you really had a chance to process that? It's it's kind of crazy to think that, um, you know, that we were able to to, to do that. You know that I, I honest people kept asking me about the, uh, you know, the the winning streak that uh, that we're currently on. And I think it's at like fifty seven games or something like that. And uh, you know, I I haven't even thought about it, and and that's that's legit. Um, you know, me not trying to be uh, humble or whatever, you know, that, you know, I think coaches that are focused on, especially when you got a talented team that we had, you really focus on how can we win these next games and how can we achieve those goals that we've set as a team. And you really wait for all that other stuff that, uh, that we're talking about now until the, uh, until the end of the season, just because there was so much, uh, you know, there was so much that, that we wanted to accomplish. And I felt uh, a lot of the weight as far as, um, uh, you know, success or failure, just because I, I wanted this, you know, I kept telling the girls over and over again, I wanted this to happen for this team so bad for them. And, uh, you know, to have such a great group of kids that, that really deserved this success because of just, just how good of, they are in training, how good they are to, to each other, uh, how good that they've developed themselves over the years in both the club and, and, and the high school level. They deserve this, you know, and not to take anything back from uh, any of the other teams that uh, qualified the playoffs in uh, in 4A this year. But but I, I really felt that that these girls deserved this just because of everything that went into uh, what, uh, what came to fruition at the end of the season. So, so, uh, I guess it's still good to kind of get back to the question. It's still kind of sinking in, you know, it really is. It's, it's yeah, something yeah. that, uh, you know, I think the more and more I think about it, the more and more I get, uh, you know, I get emotional about it just because right. it's just, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that we did something. It's like a lot. That. It's a lot. It's extremely impressive, extremely impressive. And so I guess my question, you know, we see you there, you're, you're strutting your gold there around your neck, right? Wearing some yeah. of the medals. And uh, so you went, so back-to-back -back state titles. And obviously, you know, the state title game, which we'll talk to a little bit more in a minute, that was, you know, obviously that is what it is. It was, I was going to ask you if it was harder to repeat, but in terms of the state title game, clearly that didn't turn out to be the case. But over the course of the season, though, did it, was it kind of harder to repeat than win the title the first time last year? And what was it about this year's team 
you know, what was different, I guess, about this year's team? So was it harder over the course of the season when you look back on it to repeat? And what was different about this year's team compared to last year's team? I personally feel, and, and I think Lex will probably uh, reflect this, that we we as a team um, really came together, you know. And, and, I, and I always uh, talk about how, you know, Lex, uh, uh, Brielle Buchanan, me and Norman, and uh, Matt Ivana, uh, all of them played club just so that they could uh, just so they could develop that chemistry together and uh, awesome. you know and go back and and, and try to win a, another title and at the same time they were also chasing uh, you know some scholarships too you know that they're, they're not only uh, you know we're thinking about their high school team but also you know their collegiate uh, career uh, ahead so so th- I think that really shows just how special. Uh, you know, the, the group of seniors that we had uh, to be able to to put, you know, themselves essentially, you know, in the in the back burner and really think about what can we do as a team to not only accomplish, you know, getting a state title, but also help getting each other recruited in college. And that's exactly right. what they did. And, and that to me is like, you, you know, mind boggling that that you have teenagers making these decisions for themselves in a mature yeah enough right. to sit there and, and, and do that. It's just, and that's just goes, goes back to the point of just why, why they, in my opinion, I felt like they really deserve this is because they, they just were everything a coach would want. And, and then some uh, in, uh, in student athletes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty special. That's pretty awesome. So Lexi, you know, I remember back in November, um, I don't know if you ever had a chance to see the episode. It wasn't a very long episode, but Back in November in Galveston, the Tasco, the Tasco Texas High School Soccer Coaches Convention, I'm there. I'm interviewing right coach Adams, and he had this look on his face of like worry about, hey, I'm not sure where the scoring, where are the goals going to come from, who's going to step up, and I'm think I'm listening to him, and in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, it's like, is this guy nuts or what? He's like, they're just reloading there at Salina, right? But but he was he was legitimately it was. It was a concern because that's what we do as coaches. We're concerned, right, about our, our teams. But when you look back, my question, similar to yours, similar to what I asked Coach, have you really had a chance to kind of process what you guys did this year? Has it kind of in any way, shape, or form really hit you? Because obviously you've heard of it plenty now, what you guys did this <laughs> year. But has it hit you in any way? Have you had a chance to really process that? Um, In that sense, not necessarily. I feel like right now I'm still getting a lot of, um, oh, congrats. Like even today I was actually at a little boutique in Salina and someone mentioned how we won and she told me congrats and I didn't even really, I didn't know her and she probably didn't even know that I am. She just knew my face or whatever. She actually asked, do you go to Salina? Do you play soccer? Oh yeah, y'all won, congrats. Like she didn't know my name or my face or anything, but um, I think that leaving the mark on the community has been the most rewarding thing and that necessarily hasn't sunk in, but I feel like it's one of those things and I keep saying this, but it's one of those things where I'll look back in five, 10 years and that's kind of when I'll really think about it and it'll really process for me um, fully. And I'll be like, I remember like that, like it was yesterday and it's just crazy, you know, what happened after what happened during how that happened. Um, but for it being processed, it definitely hasn't processed yet, um, especially the way the state game went. Right. It was just um, so weird. <laughs> I just don't know how else to explain it other than just different, not what I was expecting at all. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I could say it definitely hasn't fully sunk in. But with the community, like, being so supportive and uplifting and everything, um, it definitely – it's definitely there. It's definitely still a feeling that that high is still there for sure. That's awesome. You know, and that's a perfect segue because that's exactly what I was going to ask you about next, Lexi, is as that state championship match is unfolding, right? You're in the middle of it and you have a very quality opponent, obviously in Stephenville. And then, you know, <clears throat> all of a sudden that first half is unfolding and it's just, and you're just going crazy, right? These, <laughs> you said established these, these four, a state records, most goals in a game, five. Most goals in a series, six. Stop me at any time, Lexi, right? Most goals in a state final, five. Lexi, jump in here. Tied all-time state individual career goals. 
with seven, right? We go back to that that state final, and it's just unfolding, and you can't stop scoring. <laughs> and what what is going through your mind? Like honestly, what is going through your mind? Um, honestly, after the first probably the first one, obviously, I was super excited. I was like, oh my gosh, we just scored, we're up. Um, you know, and you keep this lead. Same thing with probably two zero. Um, but once we had obvious like domination over Stephenville, I should say. Um, I think that was what was going through my mind was kind of a little bit of relief. And I, and I told the team and I told myself, I was like, do not get comfortable with this. I don't care if it's eight zero, if they can, if we can score eight goals, so can they like, I not by any means comfortable, but there was definitely a sense of, okay, we have a good lead, you know, a little bit of pressure is off. Um, and honestly, I just wanted to, my mindset going into it was I just wanted to do play my best for the whole 80 minutes. Sorry, I had to think about it because club is 90. Right, right, right. <laughs> the full 80 minutes. Um, and I just wanted to go out, play my best. I mean, it's my last game of high school soccer ever. Um, and high school soccer has meant so much to me over the last four years. So um, obviously that was like a bittersweet feeling, but more sweet than bitter <laughs> in the end. Um, but honestly, without the team, um, coaches, none of that would have been possible for Absolutely. me personally. Um, but yes, yeah. I, as much as I broke records, so did our whole team. So that Absolutely. was just also super rewarding to be able to share that with everyone too. Yeah. Yeah. Coach, you know, you know it's funny that, yeah. that, uh, with Lex, she doesn't know that, uh, I'm secretly doing something behind the, uh, uh, you know, behind the, uh, uh, administrative side to where she may not be graduating this year. You know, oh, yeah. there we go. Yeah. You know, she, she may, she may have to do her senior year all over again. I'm just, just I'm sure the, uh, I'm sure the rest of the state, I'm sure the rest of the state won't appreciate that, but there you go. <laughs> so coach, so your team goes out, obviously beyond just Lexi, but your team goes out there, puts an unbelievable first half in that state final. What, what are you thinking as you go to talk to them at halftime? What is the message at this point of, Hey, just keep doing what you're doing. What do you tell them? Yeah, I mean, I think if Lex, I don't know if you recall, but it was something pretty similar to that, that that keep the keep the pedal to the metal just because, you know, you can't, uh, even if it was going uh, real well like that, you can't, uh, you can't lit up uh, because, you know, just like you said, Stephenville's a quality team. They made it to state. Absolutely. They've won a region. And, uh, and you can't uh, discount that, you know. I think um, – you know, last year kind of taught us a lesson. We got up uh, a, a couple of goes on uh, on Midlow, and um, you know things were looking pretty good. I think it was three to one with you know 15, 20 minutes left in the game, and I'm sitting there thinking, you know, uh, you know we've we've got a chance at this, and then all of a sudden we're tied. You know, so. <laughs> Well, selfishly, I will say selfishly, I'm glad you guys did that last year. Because <laughs> you guys probably gave us, well, me, in my personal opinion, it's probably since the pandemic, the best game I've seen, the best game. You know, that was just a one, an absolute game for the ages. So, and we we talked about it, Rafa, right? We talked about it a handful of times. That match from last year came up a couple of times this year, right? So. It was nuts. Yeah. It really so, yeah. was. I don't think, I'll, I don't think it's going to really take something really special to top that, you know, and, and not only to, for that to happen, but that to, to happen in a state game, yeah. the way, the way it unfolded was yeah, just, everything's on the line. It's the final. There's right. the match of the season. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And you're watching all the best players on the field shine, right. For both teams. That's what mm -hmm. made it pretty amazing. So Rafa. Uh, coach uh, going into the season, I noticed like looking at your schedule, you played some, really challenged this team beating some some good 6a teams and one of the private school powerhouses uh uh what was your mindset going into you know scheduling those games to prepare for this coming season well you know i'll be honest you know whenever i i booked those games it was it was to build some adversity you know that that's something i kind of felt uh the season before when um you know we lost a tough one to uh, to the colony on, uh, you know, it still bothers me to this day, two set piece goals. Um, they had these, uh, these twins on their team that, uh, I don't know, had some kind of, 
I actually play club with them now. <laughs> and and they they yeah. they just had this they had this set piece uh, uh, corner that was just money, mm-hmm. and it, it still bothers me today. And uh, uh, you know that happened, and then we had uh, our game uh, where we played North Mesquite, and uh, you know had the lead all the way up until the last like two minutes of the game, and uh, and I kind of felt like those games. Or the reason why you know it you know it galvanized us and it and that put us at the ability to go and compete for the state championship uh, last year. So this year, I felt like it needed to be taken up a notch just because. Um, number one, I thought we had the, the team to be able to you know accept the challenge, uh, but number two, even some of the, the the girls on the team they they wanted that you know they were saying, hey, are we putting the first goes on the team? Are we going to play Prosper? You know. All, all the uh, the quality teams that are there in the, the surrounding area, you know, because the girls play against them in club and know them personally. A lot of them they know, you know, the girls personally at different schools and and uh, but they, but they were they want they wanted the challenge, you know. Yeah. And um and I felt like we were we were good enough to do it, you know. And and I you know I kind of felt like you know if there was a loss or two in there, it would be good for us, you know that. The only time uh, losses really matter on the on the on the schedules, you know, is, is for for district and and playoffs. You know, yeah, it's it's nice to win tournaments and and uh, you know some of those uh, pre district stuff, but but that's that's whenever it counts. And right. for us to to go and um, you know perform so well, you know, against some of those teams, you know, you look at uh, Ursuline, you know, I mean that they went in one state, you know. <laughs> So that, that was no, uh, you know, that was no joke. And, um, you know, to be able to go and, and you know, match up with some of those uh, girls and and uh, and win was awesome. Yeah. yeah, I remember having that conversation with Rafa because I knew, you know, being on the private school side of things, I, I know what Ursuline is, right? Ursuline Academy, I know what they are. And uh, <clears throat> when you guys, uh, so when you all beat them and you all beat them the way you beat them, I was like, all right, this this Atlanta team is like really for real, right? This isn't, uh, you know, this isn't just a hey, they're maybe just making their way through, you know, through through the early stages of the season, and then maybe they'll be challenged in district. But yeah, that's that's when we really knew. Um, so yeah, so that was a pretty that was a pretty big statement there. So Rafa, yeah, looking forward for next year. Any are you gonna take it up a notch again? Kind of the same formula. The, the one game I do, like I mentioned, Coast is like, I would love to see you guys go up against South Lake Curl. That's the like, it's like my dream match there for you guys. That's yeah. Kind of like- <laughs> you're, you're not the only one that's told me that. <laughs> I've probably had about, about four or five other, you know, coaches in the, you know, uh, say, hey, what, what, what about maybe a South Lake match? And, you know, um, I, I, I really dependent, think, that's dependent on if Lexi gets her fifth, her right, her fifth season. Right. <laughs> right. We get, they get a COVID year, right. In, in yeah, high yeah. school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be, we're going to be young next year. We we're returning our, our, uh, our back line. Um, Ellen Norman, who was, uh, unfortunately hurt, uh, this year, she'll be back from her ACL injury. And, uh, you know, we've got, uh, uh, I think a, a couple of talented uh, kids coming up from uh, the middle school that I hope can step in and, yeah. and uh, you know, hopefully make a, um, you know, make an impact on the game. But uh, you got one unbelievable goalkeeper coming back too for, yeah. Year, right. And Caitlin. Yeah. yeah. And, and the one, the one behind her is not no scrub either. It's just, you know, the Emmy, Emmy Norman, she's, she's related to, to Ella and, and, uh, and Mia. She's, she's the little sister. And uh, I'll tell you what, that, that Norman um, DNA branch is something else. <laughs> They've got uh, three just, just great athletes on their team. But, um, yeah, as far as far as goalkeeper, Caitlin's definitely, um, you know, she's somebody that, you know, unfortunately when we get in the district doesn't get challenged much. So hopefully uh, going back to what, uh, you know, Rafa was asking, uh, we've scheduled some some uh, some tough opponents. So I, I, we're, uh, we're going to play mid-low and, uh, some Frisco teams and um, a couple other six A opponents, uh, just to make sure that uh, that we get tested. Um, so that way, whenever we do get hopefully in the playoffs and are able to, you know, go make another run, uh, hopefully those girls will see, hey, you know, this this game went this fast, and now we're playing, 
you know, these opponents that may not necessarily be as talented as some of these uh, 6A schools. And hopefully we can, you know, we can handle the test. That's the hope. Right, right. So, you know, we go back, we go back to state. This this one's for both of you is obviously the final versus Stephenville. It, it is what it is. But <clears throat> there were many people that thought, myself included, that the match versus Bernie would really ultimately probably end up being the state final, right? And we were hoping the way the matchups were that you all would maybe have a chance to to see see each other in the final. That that wasn't the case. You all met in the semifinal. How did particularly the way that first half played out against Bernie, right? How did the Bernie semifinal match, how did that prepare you all for the very next day versus Stephenville? Um, for me personally, um, Bernie was definitely a very tough game. Um, so I think for our starters, it definitely helped us get on track um, mentally because we didn't really know much about Stephenville. We had only played one of the same one or two of the same opponents. So we didn't really know what they were about. We knew some key players that shined in the semi game, but that's about it. So for Bernie, I think that it was a really good um, way to get our mindset right and focus on the goal and realize that it doesn't come easy. I know a lot of our playoff games before um, might have been easier for us, but um, I think that that was kind of a wake-up call um, that we definitely needed to make sure we're on our A game all the time. We can't have an off moment because Bernie was a great team. And um, they definitely deserve to be at that state tournament. Um, and it was a very hard-fought game, a very hard-fought game. Yeah. Coach? Yeah, you know, to, to even kind of re remind it back a little bit, um, when we were playing Maybank, a lot of people probably don't know, but that was the first time I think this season that we were down uh, the whole season. We hadn't uh, – we hadn't – we hadn't, you know, had uh, the scoreboard looked looked that way for the first time, and I think, you know, even if it was, you know, I think Lex agree, uh, a couple of poor calls, um, they scored, and that wasn't going to go away. And what were we going to do to to uh, accept the challenge and, and push forward? And right. and uh, and that, you know, to kind of fast forward to the the Bernie game. You know, we kind of came out that first half, and we really didn't play the way that uh, that we had, uh, you know, designed tactically how we were going to win the game. Um, we went in a little bit too direct, and that played into their hands because they, you know, they play very direct up to uh, uh, Kylie Rice. Her name is uh, yeah, number eight, Kaylee, Kay, yeah. Uh, Kylie Combs. Kylie Combs, and you know, when you're playing so direct, and you're not given your, uh, you know, your, t your team, a, a chance to transition back to, to defense, you, you were playing right into what they wanted to do, you know, was to get it up to their forward and, and go score. Um, and I think at half, uh, Lex and some of the other senior captains on the team, you know, were, were, were saying, Hey, like, you know, what are we doing? You know, that, uh, you know, we had a specific plan in place and we weren't executing it. And uh, and I think once we realized, like, hey, we, we've got to stick to what we've decided is going to win this game. Um, then we came out and, and did just that and and played a little bit more, you know, a little bit more technical, uh, a little bit more give, um, you know, take what, what they're giving you and and not really, uh, you know, push uh, push the envelope up to, uh, you know, too fast. And and we ended up you know, luckily coming out with the win. Yeah. Yeah. Rafa. Uh, Lexi going into, I guess it's um, into the final against Stephenville. What was your mindset going into, into that game? You know, you know, kind of grinding it out of that semifinal, you know, how, how'd you feel going to the, going to another final? I was actually so nervous, um, especially because as a senior, as a captain, as um, the only senior forward captain um I knew what was expected of me obviously and it was definitely a lot of pressure and I was very 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 nervous actually um you'd be surprised I know maybe it seemed very composed on the field but <laughs> like people were trying to calm me down it was pretty bad yeah um but also I think in a sense that the nerves kind of helped me 
get my mindset right. And I also think that that's just part of the process for me personally. I mean, everyone's different, but when I'm really nervous, I, and that pressure is on, I feel like in a way that helps me uh, play better, produce better results um, and anything. So, right. yeah, definitely after Bernie, I was very nervous. Again, we didn't really know much about Stephenville as a team. So um, that kind of didn't help. <clears throat> A lot of the teams that we played in playoffs previously, we kind of knew about. We had played them before. Um, we've never matched with Steamville, um, from what I know, in my high school career. And um, we didn't play a lot of the same opponents. So it was just, it was a little nerve wracking for sure. Yeah. And well, we, go against, a, go against a, a, a different uh, formation that we hadn't seen all year, too. You know, that to come out with the 3 5 2 mm-hmm. was, uh, was something that, uh, you know, I'd, I'd only seen before in, in, in the professional, you know? Yeah. So to, so to, 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 you know, kind of have to go back and say, Hey, how do I, you know, how do I adjust the team? Um, you know, if I needed to, um, but kind of felt like, you know, with Lex me and what she is up top, you know, with that three, five, two, you really got to have your, your six and your center back's got to be an absolute stud. Um, and, and I kind of felt like Lex, Lex was feeling dangerous that day. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, so Lexi, that's a great answer, and we appreciate your candor. We appreciate you showing that that vulnerability because that's that's natural, to be honest. You know, that's natural, and that's part of the reason why Coach has you as a captain as well, right? So, because he knows he's, you're going to put that those expectations on yourself. So, thank you for sharing that. So, Lexi, you know, congrats again, state MVP. We know where you're headed next, but tell us a little bit about that and just what that looks like and what's next. Um, Well, I'm super excited, um, especially right now with everything coming to an end, a lot of lasts for me. Um, My last um, league games for club will be this upcoming weekend and obviously last high school games, everything like that. It's really comforting that I'm not ending my entire soccer career, and I think that I'd be very – sad and upset with myself if I had chosen that path, Um, especially now um, ending on that high and um, my club team actually were league champions. So it's really exciting. And like, I want to keep up like this energy and I love the game so much. I couldn't imagine not playing at the next level Um, and continuing. I honestly can't ever see myself stopping to play, which I stopping to play. Yeah. But um, I know it's going to happen eventually, but I'm not accepting it yet. (laughs) Um, but I'm super excited. Um, I talked to a lot of the recruits, obviously Mia, um, talked to her quite a bit. Um, but, uh, we got our roommates, our Jersey numbers, everything pretty recently, actually today. So yeah, so today's been pretty exciting. I finally got to start planning my room stuff and it's kind of nice, like already making, having built in friends also going in teammates and everything and that's pretty exciting for me and honestly I was just thinking about it the other night and I was like I can't imagine not like going to college without soccer and not being able to play yeah yeah that's 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 pretty awesome so so tell us why just curious no no real reason what what was it that let you know that you know UNC University Northern Colorado was the one for you what was it um, well, honestly, the campus and the coaches and the people were all great fits for me. Um, I love Colorado so much. I'm a big skier. Actually, I grew up skiing. Nice. Yeah. And so it's pretty close to a lot of ski resorts. Um, and a lot of the girls, when I went on my visit, talked about how they, oh, we just went skiing this past weekend. So that's pretty, that was just really cool to me. And a lot of um, schools don't let you do that. A lot of schools don't let you go skiing or snowboarding. Um, especially the ones that are in the mountains and um, D1 schools, they normally don't let you. So that was really exciting for me because um, obviously, and I actually have a lot of, not a lot, but um, a good amount of family in Colorado um, who would be very nice. Uh, yeah, very um, close. Yeah. So my like childhood best friend's family actually moved up to Boulder um, when I was in eighth grade. So they're right there and I'm still in touch with them. And then my aunt and uncle live there. Um, and so that's really cool too, um, to be able to have kind of the comfort of people who know me and 
who I love and who I'm really close to, but also even being so far away from home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'll love it. You'll Colorado's great. It's my old stomping grounds. It's where, you know, so I, I coach not too far from there. I spent some time, a little bit of a few times on uh the UNC campus there is how when I was coaching at the Air Force Academy. So yeah, so okay. Colorado's yeah. a great place. A great place. Yeah, it's beautiful and I just loved it when I went to visit. Um, and it just seemed like the perfect fit for me in the position I was in. Mm-hmm. Um in my recruiting process, especially. Um, and I'm really grateful to the coaches at the and staff at UNC for making that a great visit for me and for kind of taking a chance on me, um, especially that late in the game for a lot of um, seniors. Most of them are already committed. So right. I was kind of one of the last later recruits. So that's nice. Well, I'm sure you'll see the Falcons, the, the Air Force Falcons at some point because they pretty much play almost every year. So take it easy on them when you play them. OK, take it easy on them. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> All right, Rafa. Uh, Lexi, what are you going to be majoring in, in there at UNC? Um, I'm actually going into business. I thought about going into STEM um, because I'm really into math and science, actually, as weird as it sounds. Um, but I don't really want to spend my career in hospitals or anything. So I am kind of doing more business exploratory, but also keeping my options open on what I want my career to be. But I find entrepreneurship really interesting and I think that that's awesome, you know, building something out of the ground that's your own. So I think that that's probably something I'm going to try and strive for in the long run. But um, so for right now, that's kind of what I'm focusing on. But nice. great stuff. She's a she's smart and and scores goals, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> so, coach, two years, two years there at Salina. It's you've only been there two years, right? If I understand that correctly, right? Yep. So two years. Right two years, two titles, you know, you've won an ungodly amount of games in those two years. Why on earth would you want to continue to coach? That's a walk-off. You've done a career's worth of stuff for two years, right? So, so what are your thoughts on, have you even, have you even processed that, you know, let alone not just the team and what you guys did this year, or the two years, but you in your coaching career, you know, what has that been like for you? Well, so I, I'm going to, uh, uh, people in Salina that are watching this, hear me out for a second. So when I first started coaching there, um, you know, you hear about the lore around the, uh, <clears throat> the other sports programs, you know, especially with our, our football program mm-hmm. has really done some, you know, some amazing things, set records, uh, you know, two in rows, nothing compared to some of the stuff that they've done. And, uh, you know, to, uh, to hear the lore, not, uh, you know, football and the other sports uh, around Salina, you know, you, uh, you kind of start going like, like, man, it's, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like cultish, right. You know, just cause of how much everybody loves, you know, the, 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 the school, the sports, how invested the town is in you, you know, just like with Lex just said, you know, talking to that hairdresser that doesn't even know her, you know, that it really is a, a, uh, you know, everybody buys into this, um, community and for somebody that's coming in on the outside, it's uh, it, it's a little different, especially when you come in from a, a, an inner city program where it couldn't be any more of a complete opposite, you know, um, situation there. So when you when you start to realize how genuine the community is, how uh, how much the uh, the athletic administration there, you know, with Billy Elliott and uh, my coordinator, Ginger Murray, uh, and Kyle Sheridan, um, just the amount of of care and how much they want you to succeed, you kind of start going, man, this line of place is pretty, it's pretty, pretty great. You know, and you start realizing that, you know, that, that you, you, uh, you're starting to understand the whole of, of, you know, they talk about what it means to be a Bobcat, you know, that, uh, that why so many guys that, you know, have, they played, played their, 40 years ago in an old Bobcat stadium and still have, you know, season tickets to go watch the, uh, the game, you know, on, on Friday nights. Um, it really is a close knit community that, uh, that kind of, that kind of, you know, reels you in. It's almost like the shining or something, you know, that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? It really, it really does. And, and, and honestly, I, right now I would have a hard time uh, thinking about coaching anywhere else. And it's, you know, winning and all that's fun, but you know, it's kids like, like Lex and, 
and uh, you know all the, my uh, other seniors and you know on down that you know it isn't just uh, them you know grace uh everybody that 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 is part of the team um really makes you love doing what you're doing you know and it, it doesn't hurt uh doesn't hurt so much that that we, we do a little winning there every now and then too yeah every now and then right yeah so <laughs> no well said was it so how do you so now the the expectations shift once more right so how do you follow that up in 2024 what's your initial initial just thoughts on that right now i know you still you're still trying to digest 2023 but how do you how do you shift that knowing what the expectations will be like now you know, I think whenever you had Coach McBride on the uh, the show, he really uh, put it uh, in a good way as far as, uh, uh, you know, clipping the season into the three different phases. And I think you just take it one phase at a time. You know, you, you get through the pre-district and, and clean up the things that need to be cleaned up. Uh, my hope is, is that some of these younger girls uh, that are talented um, get up to speed as far as uh, the level of play. Um you know, because a, a few of them, they, they played, uh, you know, high level club, but, you know, they are only 14 years old, you know, and uh, it's going to be a little bit different when you're going up against somebody like Lex, you know, that, uh, you know, is about to go to a division one school and uh, and you're just getting out of middle school. So, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, so my, so my hope is that, you know, with those those kids kind of get a little uh, a little maturity through that and then we get into district and hopefully go and win that, uh, win that again. And then, you know, get into the playoffs and, and take it one game, game at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Well said, well said. So again, this segment brought to you by our good friends at global scarves. Global scarves is a top provider of custom knitted scarves, beanies, and other fan merchandise in the United States. All merch is fully custom with free design services and free shipping on all orders. If you're interested, contact them at info at globalscarves.com. Again, that's info at globalscarves.com. They'll get you up and running with any free designs and quotes built up for your school, your club, or if you want to do anything individually. And if you use the code hashtag 5050pod, they'll go ahead and they'll take care of you. A little bit extra, extra care. They'll take care of you, right? So, uh, and again, as Rafa showed it earlier, Coach will be sending you one of these, one of these custom 5050 podcast uh, scarves as well. So, there you go. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. So, hey, speaking of which, we hope you get those uh, those twenty three state champ those uh, those state champ shirts soon. I know you and you and Lexi are rocking the twenty two still, and uh, I'm a large. I believe Rafa, I believe Rafa's an XL. Just saying, just saying, just putting that out. There. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, uh, definitely appreciate you guys being here. Uh, this has been great. Um, but before we go, it's our stoppage time where we wrap up with any final thoughts. Thank yous. Anything that's on your mind about just the game, your team, what have you? Anything you want to share with us? We're gonna go ahead and wrap up, and we'll start off with Lexi. Lexi, go ahead. Um, I think that none of this would have been possible without every teammate, every coach um, that believed in me, that coached me, and all the teammates beside me. Obviously, I couldn't have scored all those goals by myself. I had to have someone passing me the ball, <laughs> um, and you know, breaking records together meant so much and it's something I'll remember forever. And I couldn't have done it without the strength that God gives me and works through me every day and um, him the ultimate glory. Obviously. And the support by the community, not just my family um, who is crazy supportive, but the entire community as a whole, you know, I, this is probably something that you guys wouldn't know or that a lot of people wouldn't know, but every time a sport goes to state, including us, um, any sport really, there are hay bales on the side of Preston Road. In orange, take state, go Lady Bobcats, two, two, back to back. Um, so just the whole, you know, we come home, the water tower's orange after we win. So this whole community support is unreal and it means a lot more than anyone will ever know. It's awesome. Thank you, Coach. Well, I was just going to say, uh, just as a as a quick, um, how about them apples moment? You know, Lex wrote uh, real quick. She told me not too long ago about how um, there were a couple of clubs that uh, passed up on her because her uh, touch wasn't so good. So, uh, how about oh, really? That? Okay. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. So, so just just wanted to say that out there for you, Lex, that you uh, you deserve that because uh, uh, what she accomplished this year was uh, was remarkable. Okay. 
Um, well, she's she's mastered the touch of putting the ball in the goal. I'll tell you. Yeah, that. that's, that's, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, to kind of reiterate, uh, you know, like I said, the the community of Salina is something, um, you know, that you won't you won't really find anywhere else. And you know, if there's anybody out there that's looking for a job, that it's a great it's a great place to work. Um, so come be my coworker. <laughs> but, uh, but 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 really, you know, it's uh, it, it's not only the the community there at the school, but just the community as a whole. Uh, I can't tell you the number of emails I've got from uh, people that uh, you know are big in the community. Hey, we want to do this for the team, and hey, what can we do to to show you that um, you know that we've uh, uh, you know we've watched your whole journey and we want to celebrate it. Uh, we even had a, a bank the other day uh, come in and. And wanted to take some pictures with us, the, and uh, uh, you know, just different uh, different things that that show that 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 the community of Salina really is uh, something different than than ever everywhere else in Texas. And um, I couldn't be any more thankful uh, for that. So for all of you watching, thank you. Um, uh, the at, at, again, athletic administration. Uh, Bill Elliott is uh, he's a, a wonderful man. He's a godly man. He, uh, uh, I can't tell you how much he cares about uh, uh, the the kids there in uh, in Salina, and uh, has really uh, made me feel uh, comfortable there. Uh, so, so really appreciate his support. Uh, Dr. Tom, who's our superintendent, uh, Ginger Murray, who's our uh, girls coordinator, uh, Kyle Sheridan, who's our assistant coordinator, and uh, all the parents. You know, all those cold nights sitting in the stands. Um, and then the hot ones when we get to regionals and, yeah. <laughs> and the state. That's how uh, long the soccer season is, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, you know, my wife and and, and daughter, you know, I, I can't uh, uh, thank them enough. You know, you guys know as, uh, as coaches that we coach some crazy hours and, and their, uh, their understanding that I've got 20-something other uh, daughters that I also uh, have in my life every year and and they're willing to uh to accept that and understand the the late nights and everything and i could yeah. be uh more thank thankful for them too yeah huge shout out that's that's the one that should be wearing all the medals coaches right you're exactly right yeah <laughs> yeah 210 yeah. proud right if i remember correctly right that's right yeah she's from she's from the 210 so yeah that's right that's awesome so thank you for sharing that both of you appreciate that rafa final thoughts uh, like I said, uh, congratulations again on a real special season, you know, um, looking forward to covering you guys again next year. See, maybe get it that, that third star, hopefully. hopefully. We're going to try. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. No pressure. Right. <laughs> so awesome. And then so my final thoughts, um, mine is I think the perfect <clears throat> I guess this is the perfect setting to roll this out is because we mentioned this a year ago during the state tournament and and you all have experienced it in back-to-back -back years but the change up of the you know the format of in which in the order in which the games are played right um for a you know particularly on you all i think that's a tough one on the girls side right you play first day and then you turn around and play the final the very next day and it's the time of day right so um i think it's long overdue in terms of the uil reshuffling the order of some of the some of the matches um and particularly allowing the opportunity for uh for the girls programs to play under the lights a little later in the evening as well or even if the 4a if the 4a girls have to continue to play a wednesday state a set of semifinals and a thursday final pl maybe play the final in the evening right at night make it the the nightcap which i think should be the case for a state final but a couple of things. That's just some of the things I think we need to hit on a little bit more within the Texas high school soccer community. So coaches, particularly if you're a coach of a, of a girls soccer program, you need to go to your athletic director, voice your opinion on that, voice your opinion to athletic director to then voice their opinion to their district executive committee to then ultimately up channel that right to, to the state. Cause that, that is really how UIL works and they need to be hearing that. But to, for that to happen, it's got to go beyond just to your athletic coordinator, your athletic, your ISD athletic director. And it has to go beyond, let TASCO know as well, but it has to go, and TASCO can help in that, but it's got to go beyond TASCO. But those are my thoughts. I think it's long overdue. And I think it's more opportunity for not only the 4A girls 
with all the girls programs to maybe be afford them the opportunity to play that whether it be the nightcaps or later in the evening as well but i think a format change is long overdue um coach is there anything before we go is there anything you want to add to that since you've experienced it the last two years no, I agree. You know, you, you can't say that it's a uh, it's a crowd thing, you know, that maybe the 4A doesn't carry the same crowd or whatever, because we had that thing full, um, you know, for that final. And, uh, you know, the, I kind of feel that in the 40 uh, something years of uh, UIL sanctioned soccer that at the 4A level, the, the probably the, the, the level of play has uh, has definitely increased. And I think there is that. Um, that push for, you know, hey, you've got some quality games happening here and, and they deserve the same, you know, uh, stage as the other uh, as the other classifications. Yeah, because even on the boys, uh, you know, for a side, they get a day a day break before they have to play their final. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I know a lot of it goes into uh, as to the, you know, the whys of why they decide to do, you know, whatnot, you know, because with hotels and stuff and it, it could get a little tricky, but but I think that they've got to be able to find a way to make it work because, um, because like you said, I think it's, it's kind of unfortunate to, to almost, you know, it's almost like they say, well, we'll hurry up and get this four egg, you know, final out of the way. So that way we can move on to, you know, the rest of the, the week is in, and I don't know, and I know uh, that's not what they, they mean, but it, it the appearance is that because right. of how everything's wedged so close together and then everything else is played out. Uh, differently it's just it's honestly it's just it's not a good look and it needs to change yeah agree definitely agree definitely agree so that's going to do it that's going to put it in the books again they are both coach uh, alexander adams and lexi tweet of the two-time defending 4a girl state champions the salina lady bobcats thank you both appreciate having you here uh again for our listeners for our supporters thank you for everything if you're new, if you're joining us for the first time, you can find us on uh, on social media on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod, as well as on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast. You can also find us on YouTube. Go search us on YouTube there at the 50 underscore 50 podcast. You can also find us on Twitch at 50 underscore 50 pod. That's our newest platform that we're trying to grow. It's slowly growing, but it'll get there. And then you can also listen to us on wherever you listen to your uh, your podcast, whatever your platform of, uh, of preferences. You can listen to us on all major podcast platforms as well. Grateful to all of you. Again, you are the reason why, why we do it. And until the next time, you know what to do. Keep downloading and keep listening. You've been listening to the 5050 Podcast, powered by College Promoters USA. Help us continue to grow by liking, rating, and subscribing on all major podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod, on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast, as well as on YouTube at the 50 underscore 50 podcast. Until the next time, keep downloading and keep listening.